0: A few months back, I was watching uh, well I saw the end of Roger Federer, his great tennis player, his final match before retirement and uh, After the match, there was this prolonged period uh, where people were recognizing him, and they were clapping and cheering and weeping and laughing and crying. It was it was quite a scene. I don't know if anyone saw it. It just kept going and going and going, probably for 20 minutes, you know. It was almost like a worship service, I've got to say, you know. <laughs> the great Roger. Amazing, amazing, amazing um, career that he had, um, no question. There seems to be something uh, within us as humans that so naturally... Uh, wants to recognise and applaud and 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 even adore people who do extraordinary things, right? Whether they be, you know, our children when they're young, uh, or, or our friends, uh, celebrities in, in in sports or entertainment, business, politics. Something within us seems to sort of want to. Look to them and adore them. Let's turn to our first reading now, um, which is basically a vision of heaven. John, the writer of the book of Revelation, he says, The Spirit possessed me. Wouldn't that be lovely? The Spirit possessed me, and I had this vision of heaven. right? And and in heaven, uh, he sees these mysterious four animals and 24 elders, and they're all kind of surrounding the throne of God, right? And, and um, what are they doing? Did you, did you notice what they're doing? They're worshipping. They're adoring. You are Lord and God. You are worthy of glory and honour and power because all that was made in the universe was, was made by you. Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God, the Almighty. He who was, who is, and he is to come, which of course is the prayer we, we, we pray every Eucharist, right? They were worshipping. Why were they worshipping? Not because they were told to, or they were paid to. They were worshipping because they saw the truth of who God is and they could not help it. Just like Roger Federer's fans could not help it. They could not help but, but honour and praise and adore and worship God because they saw the truth of God's goodness and beauty. Here's the point for us. How we will be in heaven is how we should be now. How we will be in heaven is how we should be now. We're created to see and to adore and to worship the unsurpassing glory and wonder and splendour and beauty of God. And when we we do this, uh, when we live in the way that we've been designed to live, to turn our hearts and to recognise who God is and to give God what he's worthy of, uh, then we become more fully human, we become more fully alive, we become more fully joyful. And you know why? Because when we worship, what we're doing is we're acknowledging the one we put our worth in, right? So the more that we worship, the more that we put our worth in God, the more that we will draw life from God, yeah? Where your treasure is there, your heart is also, Jesus says. You know, when God is our treasure, we, we draw life from our treasure so why don't we why don't we worship more more than we do why why isn't it more instinctual in us well the short answer to that is uh, is that we have many obstacles <laughs> one of the big obstacles is called sin right we've sort of Pride and all that stuff that makes us think that we don't need to worship God. We can worship ourselves or worship whatever we decide to worship. And the other big obstacle is busyness. We're just so caught up with so many things going on that we don't, I don't know, we just get lost in ourselves. We get lost in life, right? We forget to put first things first. Sometimes we just think about worship maybe when we come to church, sometimes, when our mind isn't somewhere else. (laughs) So here's the secret. Even if you don't feel like it, even if you don't um, feel particularly motivated like Roger Federer's fans that day, you can do it anyway. You can worship anyway. You know, we, uh, we have a worship time uh, in our brotherhood regularly, and sometimes we come into the... you know we, well, we Actually, we just sing a cappella, don't we? But... Um, Sometimes I'm thinking, oh, here we go. Because <laughs> my head's got a billion things going on in there, then I'm just, oh. But, you know, almost always when I, when I just pause and, 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 and make an effort to turn my heart to God, to recognise God for, for who God is, I start to feel more connected. And, and it's not like this, this intimacy, intimacy with God starts to, de- to develop within me. What I've learned is that when we make an effort to turn our attention towards God, to consciously recognise God's goodness and God's greatness and God's beauty, our hearts will usually follow. So if you don't feel like it, you can do it anyway. Just make an effort to turn your heart towards the one who is worthy of our heart and our time and our attention. And you'll find that your heart will follow You, you will actually start to worship. I want to encourage you to make this a regular feature of your prayer, whether you feel like it or not. You know, when we pray, we might, we might pray in petition, pray for ourselves, for some needs. We might pray in intercession, pray for others. We might pray in thanksgiving. So many different ways we pray, but we must... A really important aspect of our prayer is worship, right? Just adoring God. God. Not asking anything, just recognising the beauty of God, looking at the goodness of God, thinking about what God has done for us and just acknowledging that. Weeping if you want to weep, however you feel moved. The more that we recognise and we worship the beauty and the awesomeness of God, the more our hearts will be surrendered. And the more we're surrendered, the more open we are to God's grace. And the more open we are to God's grace, the more God will move in through our lives, the more alive we will become, right? So, worship, huh? Worship when you come to church. You might come to one of our worship nights. Spend some time just at home in worship. Close the door. Raise your hand. Sing a song think of what God's done, get on your knees, prostrate, do, do whatever helps you to worship. When you're driving, you can just shout out your praise to God. God, I thank you for this amazing day and thank you that you give me the ability to drive and that I've got, I've got a car that I can drive and thank you for where I'm going and the person I'm going to meet now and thank you that your spirit's upon me and you're going to be in our conversation and I worship you for, you know, just, just praise wherever you are. And don't do it because Father Dan said to do it. Do it because God is worthy of it, right?